Thank you, Team Alpha, uh, our, our brand, our hierarchy. Thank you for Team Pinnacle, Team Legacy, and all the leaders. Hey, we're excited. How many people in here, this is a life-changing experience, and you just kind of feel like this company was built for you, like you were born to do this. You didn't know it before you came here. That's what it's all about. When I came here 13 years ago, I was like, this company was built for people like us. I didn't even know you can talk like that from stage. We see all different cultures, all different uh, ethnicities, all different languages, and the common theme here is we're all winning. And uh, I just want to share with you guys a little bit about my story and then a couple of ideas on kind of what inspires us every single day. But I will tell you, all the leaders up here, nobody here is a self-made millionaire. We're all team-made millionaires. And how awesome is it to have success with your team and grow together and everybody has fun together. And like Eric Olson talked about last night, helping other people is going to help you get to where you want to go. But I remember my first job. I was 15 years old and I, and I got my first job, I was excited, it was, I was in the corporate system because I was told to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and I go there and then all of a sudden you start to work and then you start to realize, is this all there is to life? And I'm 15 years old and I realized I got 50 more years of this and a lot of people get institutionalized. You know, unfortunately, a lot of the, uh, the people that I was around that didn't have fathers in their life, I see them as good kids growing up. You know, we played baseball, we played basketball, we played football, and all of a sudden they went to prison based on the street life and based on the, the environment we were around, and I, they came out a different person. And the only word I could use is institutionalized. After a while of being free, you go into this six by eight cell, and then all of a sudden you need somebody else to tell you what to do, when to do it, when you can take a shower, when you can, when you can take a vacation, what you can wear, what you can't wear. And I started realizing as I became a recruiter in WFG that the corporate system institutionalizes people. There was a day when we were born thinking big, but the world conditions us to think small. Have you ever met a seven, eight, nine-year-old child who thinks small? But then all of a sudden, one day they're 37 years old and you ask them what their goals are and they say, I don't know, I don't need much, I just want to pay my bills. Get that out of your mouth. What do you mean you just want to pay your bills? We're here to become wealthy and so we can give to other people. This is not about us. We got to start to realize this is not about us. Once I started realizing that thinking about me and paying my own bills was a very selfish thought, I started realizing I got to keep on going because it's not about me, it's about creating generational wealth. And there's beautiful kids in other countries that don't even have a well of water to drink from. They don't have healthy food. And I'm going to sit here and worry about keeping my cable bill paid and I can't get after this thing to give to other beautiful families. This isn't just about us, guys. I hope you realize that at this convention. And I didn't sign up for that. And I, I, think, I think we got a lot, of, a lot of different cultures here, but I just want to bring you into the first form of labor in, in, in America was forced labor. And it was called slavery, you understand what I'm saying? And I look at hundreds and hundreds of years of my family and my ancestors, and we're still at square one. After all these generations, and this one company gave me a chance, after one lifetime, to go build generational wealth that hundreds and hundreds of years my ancestors couldn't even do. And I'm not going to sacrifice that and take it for granted. And you know what I started to realize? that the word corporation sounds an awful like like plantation. And I was 15 years old and I remember this in the history books. I mean, the, the word salary sounds an awful like, like slavery. They pay the position, not the person. And I started thinking, nobody even realizes it. I, I was reading a quote by Harriet Tubman and she said, I've helped, a th I've helped free thousands of slaves but I would have freed thousands more if they had only known they were slaves.
how many people are recruiters, and you understand exactly what she meant. How many people The secret to slavery was to not let people even know that they were slaves. So they'll keep on doing it and they'll raise the next generation to do it over and over again. And then you see these employees and they're getting paid less than what they're worth because you'll never make what you're worth at a job. Job just over broke. A jail operating as a business. It's the corporate prison system. It's just reinvented itself and history will repeat itself if we don't study what happened in the past. The word manager sounds an awful like my master. See, the new slavery is keep people in debt. I started to realize as I was going to school, they were turning me into a revenue system for the, for the internal revenue system. I was a tax generator. And then I go to a corporation and I buy products that I don't even need. And then we find these precious families at 65, 70 years old with their pockets inside out. They made millions of dollars, made a million or so, 1.5 in their whole lifetime and have absolutely nothing to show for it. And I started thinking, man, I'm not going to sign up for that. I'm not going to just sit there and take it. I'm going to fight back. You understand? If they hit me, they're going to wake up with bruises. The, the world is a big bully, but they only bully people who don't fight back. You can't just lay over and take it. You gotta fight back. You gotta realize. Freedom isn't free, guys. Freedom isn't free. We gotta fight for our freedom. And we gotta do it every single day like warriors. And then I get invited into WFG, and I see the Underground Railroad. And I see Charlie A, and I see Harl, and I see Ed Milet, and that's the that's the, the Denmark Vesey, that's the Nat Turner, that's the Sojourner Truth, that's the Harriet Tubman. I started to realize we're building the underground railroad that don't even know the happening here to set up free. I didn't know anything about what they said. I was living with my dad. I was 24 years old. I was broke. And I heard the term 401k get tossed around and thought it was a marathon. I didn't know what a 401k was. <laughs> didn't know anything. I, I didn't even have a bank account when I come to the meeting. I didn't even know how to tie a tie. I heard them throw around the word mutual fund. And I thought mutual fund was something you did with your girl on the weekends. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. say the word stud, and I can only imagine if I went to my neighborhood and called one of my friends studs, we about to be fighting, you don't just call somebody stud, you about to be fighting, I hear him say awesome, and I thought, awesome, I've never used that word a day in my life, I see high fives, you know, we used to get dap, and I'm giving high fives, and I'm like, this is kind of weird, but I don't know, I hear the term, I come here, and I hear the term, you got to sell out, and as a black person, you realize, you're not supposed to sell out, right, I'm like, Two weeks goes by, and you're like, man, call me a stud, man. Tell me I'm awesome. Let's give me a call. And then WFG becomes who you are. And WFG guys is like, you ever, uh, you ever go to a fairground where they have those mirrors, and if you're kind of big and stocky, it makes you look long, you know, tall and lanky. Or if you're tall and lanky, you can go to a mirror and it looks, it makes you look thick and stocky. Have you ever been to one of those fairgrounds? Well, that's not WFG. All right, WFG is in the in the in the hotel room or like a woman's compact, where you turn that mirror around in the hotel room and it shows you every imperfection, every single pore, every bit of acne. So you're, gonna, you're about to find out about yourself in WFG. WFG's about to break you down, and then they're gonna build you up to be the leader you're supposed to be. I'm a product of leadership. Man, I feel so privileged that 
I seize the opportunity. So many people see it, but so few people seize it. And you guys were all here. It's not what you look at, it's what you see. And I came to that BPM and I said, I'm about to change my life here. And I started realizing, man, this company, it's, it's a tough business, guys. All the people that are up here that are successful, man, we had to pay the price. There is no rollbacks in WFG. You understand the price? There is no Black Friday. It's all up front. It's all full. But you will reap what you sow. And you will reap in multiples of what you sow. But you also got to know you reap in a different season than when you sow. And the, the income we're getting paid right now came from seeds that we planted three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. We're still milking what happened 13 years ago when I signed my AMA. We're, a lot of people ask, did you ever think about quitting? And I said, where else am I going to go? I got nowhere else to go. I'm, I'm at rock bottom. Can you fall off the floor? So This is the only shot I got. I got a high school diploma. I'm not supposed to be a multi-millionaire. I'm supposed to be making minimum wage. I'm supposed to be in prison like all the other people that I grew up with. I'm supposed to be, I'm not supposed to be where I'm at. I almost did everything wrong, but because of WFG in the United States of America, they give you a chance to, your past does not equal your future, and you can always push the reset This is a crusade. This is a crusade. And a crusade, by definition, is a war. You understand? And what do warrior, what do we call the war? We call warriors to war. So when we go back, they gotta see a different you. You can't be the same you that came here before convention, or else you're not gonna get anybody to believe you. See, when you believe, you will be believed. You don't gotta worry about getting anybody to believe you, you believe. See, when you're convinced, if a convinced person speaks, you become convincing. You don't need to worry about convincing anybody else. When you go back home, let them see a different version of you. You're walking faster, you're talking faster, you're going in the right direction. And everybody's going to laugh at you because in a movement, number one, everybody's ridiculed. They're gonna, they don't even call it a business, they call it a thing. You're still doing that. You gotta go to meetings every Wednesday and every Tuesday, and you're still going to all those meetings. Yeah, I'm going to meetings. Are you still going to the, to the plantation Monday through Friday? Side, and you're right when you go in, it doesn't matter what they say, you still got truth on your side and you're right when you come out. You understand? We're doing what's right. And this reminds me of the civil rights movement and it reminds me of a lot of people. Back then we called them haters, nowadays we have trolls. But we're going to win despite of the trolls. We're going to win despite of what everybody says. And then after that, you become strongly opposed. You never see your kids anymore. How come you're not with your family? All you do is work. Money isn't everything. You know, money can't make you happy. Has anybody heard you say that? As almost they're insinuating that poverty makes you happy. Yes, happiness is a choice. We all want to be happy and rich versus happy and poor. Go to the ghetto and look at the look on people's faces, and then go to the suburbs and see how people look. Even the dogs in the ghetto are mad at you, man. said it's accepted as truth. We always knew you could do it, man. Oh, man, this is the successful person of the family. Isn't it funny, by no offense, when you join WFG, like I said, they call it a thing. But if you own, say, a liquor store, you're selling diabetes, cirrhosis of the liver, lung cancer, and, and, and lottery tickets, you're a business owner. And they would, they would tell you, hey, this is the successful person of the family, but we're taking care of widows and orphans, and nobody even knows that what we do is so awesome. It's so
you know, I just wanna just a piece of my heart, no pun intended. I don't got no PowerPoint, you know? I guess this is the PowerPoint. I don't know. I just Hey. I just wanna tell you a quick story and uh it's called the Christian in the Flood. You know, there was a town with torrential rain and the town was going under and it was flooding and there was a last family that was on the roof and it was a man, a man on the roof and uh, a fishing boat comes by and says, the whole town's going under, get in the boat. And he says, oh, ye of little faith, God will take care of me. And then another boat comes by and he says, the whole town is going under, get in the boat. And he says, oh, ye of no faith, God will take care of me. And then the next boat comes by and then he passes up on it, he goes to heaven and he sees God and he says, God, why didn't you take care of me? And he says, who do you think set the boat three times? <laughs> Who do you think put you in this room to experience the convention?